the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So Joe Biden goes to Brownsville, Texas today. Donald Trump goes to Eagle Pass, Texas today. Brownsville had 46 illegal immigrants stopped in the last week. Uh, Eagle Pass had 2,000. And this all occurs against the backdrop of the murder a week ago today of 22-year-old Lake and Riley, a nursing student at the University of Georgia, who was out for a jog mid to late morning and was grabbed and beaten to death by a Venezuelan migrant. The person charged with the crime is Jose Antonio Ibarra. The mayor of Athens, Kelly Gertz, tried yesterday to come out and uh, talk about how Georgia was much safer than other campuses in the Southeastern Conference. And that this is the first murder in Georgia in 30 years, so I guess you're not supposed to care about Lake and Riley. Uh, But here was uh, Kelly Gertz in 2019 announcing at a city meeting the policy that would cost, eventually, Lake and Riley her life. The Athens-Clark County Unified Government is welcoming to people from all lands and backgrounds and strives to foster a community where individuals and families of all statuses feel safe, are able to prosper, and can breathe free. Now, you say, well, I, Georgia, isn't it a purple state? Like, isn't Brian Kemp a Republican, the governor there? And Athens, I mean, you know, it's good old boys, South, Georgia Bulldogs, national champions. Why, that can't be a... Democratic city, Bruce. Well, Athens, Georgia is like Austin, Texas, okay? It's a bastion of woke liberalism in the middle of, and Atlanta's the only other Democrat enclave in the state of Georgia. When you look at the electoral map from the state of Georgia, it's all red except for Atlanta and Athens, and that's been enough or at least has been enough to get Raphael Warnock in the Senate, John Ossoff in the Senate, Joe Biden in the White House. So Lake and Riley's funeral is tomorrow. <clears throat> uh, what do you think the top story in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution is today? Is it about her life and maybe reforms in the city of Athens? And No. The story, headline says, not fair. After University of Georgia killing... Venezuelans in Georgia worry about backlash. Now, I do not advocate for and would strenuously oppose any backlash against any any Venezuelans who did not have anything to do with Lake and Riley's murder. And it appears that this was an act of one solo illegal immigrant, Jose Antonio Ibarra. But there is a time and place for stories like this, and the time is not the day before this young woman is celebrated at her funeral. And the place is not 
in a major newspaper to shame people of Athens for being upset about the murder of this student. But of course, we've got to tell the tell the tale of woe of another immigrant from Venezuela who's not at all like Jose Antonio Ibarra. And so that's what the AJC does. By the way, the byline is by Lataro Grinspan. Uh, let me see if they bio Lataro at the end. Uh, they did, but I cut it off when I printed it. Here's how the story starts. Klinsman Torres is a migrant from Venezuela, currently living and working in Metro Atlanta. He unlawfully crossed the U.S.-Mexico border in August of 2022, just a few weeks before his countryman, Jose Antonio Ibarra, did the same. Hmm. Ibarra has become nationally known after being charged with kidnapping and murdering a nursing student from the University of Georgia. Lake and Riley, the victim's 22. Her death is believed to be the first homicide on campus in nearly 30 years. So relax, all you crazy Republicans. Torres says that the Venezuelan people he knows are worried that inflammatory rhetoric around immigrants and immigration could reverse the gains they've made as low-income workers in the local economy. Why are they working in the local economy if they are illegals? Are there not other legal citizens of the United States who might want that job that this illegal migrant has? Let's read on, because I'm sure it gets much more sympathetic. The AJC says reports (laughs) of record-breaking numbers of illegal border crossings have galvanized Republican leaders. What do the polls say? Just Republican leaders, Mitch McConnell, Mike Johnson. Are they the only ones? Jim Jordan? Are they the only ones concerned about this? I think citizens are concerned about this. But the AJC says it's galvanized Republican leaders. And led Democrats to embrace tough enforcement bills. Oh, it's led those Democrats by their nose. It's led them to. You know what's what's led them to do that? Their fear of not getting reelected. That's what's led them to do that. On Tuesday, new Gallup polling found Americans consider immigration the country's single most important problem. Yeah, because funny thing about Americans, they don't like having their 22-year-old daughters murdered by illegal immigrants. It's it's just a funny trait, a quirk, a weird peccadillo that we who are fathers and husbands charged with protecting our children have. Riley's death at the alleged hands of Ibarra has ratcheted up the tension. On social media, President Donald Trump called the Venezuelan national a monster, putting the blame on the Biden administration for a migrant invasion that is, quote, killing our citizens. Well, let's vet the accuracy of that statement. Is Antonio Ibarra a monster? Yeah, my guess is if you pull out something, a hammer, a rock, and you disfigure a woman, by the way, she was trying to call 911 and he took the phone away from her. I think that qualifies as monster. I don't have any problem with the former president calling Ibarra a monster. I don't have any problem with him calling it a migrant invasion. We've had somewhere between 8 and 10 million illegal aliens come into our country since Joe Biden became president. That feels like an invasion to me. And that is killing our citizens. Well, they're planning her funeral tomorrow, so I think that's pretty irrefutable. Brian Kemp, the Georgia governor has also linked the bloodshed at UGA to federal immigration policy, calling the murder inexcusable and avoidable. 
Inexcusable? Check. Avoidable? Yeah, check. If Ibarra wasn't in the country, Lake and Riley be alive. I think Kemp is safe in saying both. Inexcusable and avoidable. The head of the Georgia Republican Party. Look, they're pouncing, those Republicans. Former state Senator Josh McCoon called out illegal alien violence and blamed Joe Biden for allowing, quote, a a Venezuelan illegal alien to come here and commit this crime. Well, again, you're on pretty solid ground saying that. But here we go. Now we're going to get set straight. The AJC says, on average, unauthorized immigrants are half as likely to be arrested for violent crimes as U.S.-born citizens. The data shows, except, you know what? They don't show us the data. If I were going to write a sentence like that, I would cite the study and I would cite the data. All we get is, on average... Unauthorized immigrants are half as likely to be arrested for violent crimes as U.S.-born citizens. So how might that be true, or how might that be false? I'll tell you a way it could be true. There's 10 million, let's say 10 million illegal immigrants. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt so they can get the stat they just threw at you. There's 10 million illegal immigrants in the United States. There's roughly... 350 million citizens of the United States. If you were going to bank on someone from a group of 350 million committing a crime or someone from a group of 10 million committing a crime, which group would you think would be more likely to have someone commit a crime? Now, you can argue, and I'd listen to your argument, that the people who are coming in the 10 million group, the illegal immigrants, come here with no desire to assimilate into our culture, no respect for our laws and all that, and for that reason the percentage chance that it'd be an illegal immigrant might be higher, and you might not be wrong. But the guess is because the other number, 350 million citizens, is so astronomically bigger than 10 million that that's how they can say unauthorized immigrants are half as likely to be arrested. Half as likely? If they're even that close, that tells you how lawless they are. Uh, You may remember the death of Bowling Green State University student Stone Fultz. He died during a hazing incident. Uh, Big court case and the uh, guys in the fraternity that he was pledging uh, were found guilty to some degree for his death. Uh, Now, uh, this afternoon in Franklin County uh, Court, uh, there will be testimony that will help determine how much 23-year-old Dalen Dunson, who was the president of BG's Pi Kappa Alpha fraternity, where Foltz was pledging, how much Mr. Dunson uh, should pay in compensatory and punitive damages for his role in the death of Stone Foltz. Uh, this has been a difficult story since the very beginning. Um, I do not know the Foltz family, and the last thing in the world I would want to do is to add to their pain in any way, shape, or form. But uh, I don't shy away from tough stories, and I try not to shy away from applying the same standard to someone who I can have empathy for to uh, someone that, like this immigrant in Atlanta, I have no empathy for. And it has always struck me as an abdication 
of Stonefoltz's own bad decision-making to hold others accountable for his death. Uh, I don't deny, and nor do I glorify at all, uh, the reason why I was not a member of a fraternity at Ohio State uh, is because I jokingly, when asked, told someone, no, I have a mind of my own. (laughs) And the idea that I would have to be degraded, and in those days it was commonplace, uh, for hazing to take place during Hell Week, that you'd have to walk around campus in some stupid outfit and have other people make fun of you and have people, in the case of Stone Foltz, pour alcohol down his throat, uh, or that he would crave the approval of people who would do that to him, uh, has always seemed to me, first and foremost, to be a decision that, however unwisely, Stone Foltz made on his own. Like, I presume, if he wanted to walk out of the uh, situation he was in when he was uh, forced to drink or told to drink an excessive amount of alcohol, he could have. I don't think they would have tied him up and put him in a chair and made him drink that alcohol. If so, then they should be charged with murder. Uh But he was 20 years old during a fraternity pledge event, March of 2021. Members of the fraternity ordered him and other prospective members to each drink a liter of liquor. They then dropped Stone Foltz off at his apartment where he was found unresponsive. He died of alcohol poisoning after spending several days on life support. Uh, I don't have a problem with convicting these uh, kids of violating uh, an anti-hazing law, if there is such a law in the state of Ohio. I just uh, struggle with totally absolving Stone Foltz of his own decisions. And it's horrific what happened to him. I'm not saying he deserved what happened to him. I'm just saying that's, to me, a personal decision that he made that is unwise. And what can we learn from that? What can we learn from that? Well, we can learn from that that if you crave the approval of others more than you are secure in your own skin, I'm a unabashed, unapologetic, evangelical Christian. I'm a wretched person who uh, is saved by the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ at the cross. I don't have an elevated opinion of myself, except that I know who I am when viewed through the prism of his sacrifice on my behalf. I know how God sees me. I struggle to see myself that way. In fact, it amazes me and blows me away that God sees me that way but he can see and does see everyone that way who accepts Christ as their Savior. I don't know what Stone Foltz's situation was. I don't know why he felt the need or craved or had to have the identity of a group around him. I can view other situations with a similar ache in my heart, There's no group out there now that is more tied up in what others think of them than the LGBTQ community, and specifically the transgender community. No group turns on someone who leaves that community with more vitriol and anger than the people in that community. And the reason why people join those communities is because they're looking for acceptance. They're looking for a community. This is particularly true of transgender people people who think they are a different sex than they're born. 
And they're oftentimes um, bullied, and there's no justification for that, in their school, in their circle. And so they're looking for someplace where they'll be accepted. And they're looking for other people who will accept them. But they see their own worth to what other people say about them or how other people react to them. I had a a sociology professor uh, at Ohio State many years ago. He said something. I'd never heard it said this way before, but I found it to be so true that I remember it to this day. And he said, I am what I think you think I am. And I lived that way for a long time. And my supposition is that Stone Fultz lived that way, at least in terms of his desire to join this fraternity. And it's definitely true when you hear people in the transgender community say, you know, if you don't affirm my gender dysphoria, then you're doing violence against me. No, we're not doing violence against you. Violence is what was done to Lake and Riley in Georgia. That's violence, okay? It cost her her life. When people disagree with you or when people try to lovingly correct your misperception about who you are, you view it as violence. When, in fact, there is nothing more loving you can do to another person than to tell them the truth about themselves. I believe, it's my personal belief, that the ultimate truth is that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins and that you can be forgiven if you accept that. That is the ultimate truth. Somebody asked me the other day, why do you serve on your local school board? What's your goal? What do you want to do? I'm like, my goal is student outcomes. My goal is to get students to the point where they can think independently and critically, basing their decisions upon things that are first and foremost true, virtuous, beautiful, and not be prisoner to lies and the ideology of others that is shouted at them or forced upon them. That's the whole goal and why I serve on my local school board. It's a lot the same goal why I do this talk show. There are other things I could do. There are other things that if I, you know, had other priorities beyond speaking truth into the lies or speaking shining light into the darkness, I would do. But I feel like this is important. And my goal is, not unlike my goal as a school board member, is to get you to think critically, to get you to base your decisions upon reason and logic and common sense and truth. So hopefully we can accomplish that together. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.